I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Just a program note at the top of the hour. Uh, We will be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. once again. Um, If you have friends in the Washington, D.C. area, and uh, our sister station in Washington, D.C. is a monster station covers a lot of territory. So if you know someone that's even close to Washington, D.C., tell them to uh, tune in to 105.1 FM. And uh, we'll be simulcasting 4 to 6 today and the rest of the week. So again, top of the hour, we'll be uh, joined by our friends in Washington, D.C., as we do occasionally. We... uh, Sometimes broadcast with Tampa, sometimes with Washington, D.C. Well, this week, it is Washington, D.C. Just got an email last evening from one of our listeners. Hey, Bob, how did the radio campaign go? Number one, that was a great, great, great encouragement to me that one of our listeners is in, is interested in how the campaign went. That tells me you're listening, and you're not saying, oh, no, Bernie's doing another fundraiser. We do very few, as you know, five to six out of the entire year. Well, the last official report I had was we were just barely, barely, barely at our goal of $7,800 which uh, translates to 156 radios. That was our goal for Africa. 156 radios, $50 apiece, $7,800. Well, the uh, director from Transworld <laughs> Radio, uh, pardon me, the, uh, the director for Transworld Radio was actually in Africa Uh, making visits to their different transmitter sites and so forth. 
And he promised me, he says, when I get back, I'll give you a full, complete, final reporting of your campaign. Well, I just got it today. And it's much better than I thought, much better than I anticipated. Again, the goal was $7,800, 156 radios. Well, the final figure, $9,411, which means 188 radios for Africa. 188 radios. And again, the goal was 7,800, but you folks, you gave $9,411. My goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness, your generosity, your sacrificial giving, and thousands and thousands and thousands of your brothers and sisters in Christ are going to benefit because of your gifts. And by the way, Transworld Radio broadcasts very heavily into Nigeria in six different languages. I have been bringing to you uh, continual reports about the massacre of Christians in Nigeria. Uh, Just since, uh, well, in the last 12 months, more than 4,600 people have been martyred for their faith in Nigeria. More than 4,600 people have died simply because they're Christians. Well, Transworld Radio is broadcasting into Nigeria, as well as many other countries. Uh, We kind of focused on Malawi last week. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I am just so thrilled. I am so pleased. I am just so grateful to God for this audience. You have once again proven that you are one of, if not the most incredible radio audience in the world. And I keep saying it, and this is absolutely true. In Christian broadcasting in America, you are famous. Seriously, you are famous. People in the radio industry, Christian radio industry, often talk about this audience, and your generosity. And I am just so blessed, I'm so honored, I'm so privileged to be your host. So again, thank you. Uh, The reports out of Kentucky are just terribly, incredibly devastating. The official death toll is now over 30. The... uh, Governor of Kentucky Andy Bashir said today there are still hundreds that are missing. We cannot assume that they are dead, deceased, uh, but there are still hundreds that are unaccounted for. Uh, at least four children are among the 30-plus uh, 
that have been confirmed dead in the severe flooding, and the rain continues to fall in Kentucky. Um, Thousands and thousands of people are without water, without electricity, without cell phone service, without wastewater systems. Uh, So not only are they dealing with the death of friends, neighbors, relatives, uh, they are dealing with very, very discouraging circumstances just as far as living. Uh, Samaritan's Purse has dispatched several units to help. Uh, Southern Baptists, as they always do, have sent hundreds of uh, volunteers uh, to Kentucky, and uh, we we really need to pray. Uh, many Christians from all over Ohio have gone down to Kentucky to see what they can do. Pray for those folks, and as I continually try to remind you, pray for the churches. Now, a whole bunch of churches have been destroyed, but that's the building, not the people. And pastors, church leaders, church members are going to have the the responsibility and the privilege of ministering to people in desperate times. This is when hope in Christ means so very, very much. So pray for uh, the folks down in Kentucky. All right, we need to take a break. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5400. 83. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. This is probably not news to many of you, if not most of you. In a brand new study by uh, CNBC News, they're indicating that 61% of all Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, Um, including 36% of those earning more than $200,000 a year. Now, my first response to that is, how can you you earn $200,000 a year and be living paycheck to paycheck? I assume it's because of lifestyle, I guess. If you are accustomed to making $200,000 a year, and I I don't mean this the way it could sound, I have no idea what that's like. Never never made even close to that. But I guess if you're making $200,000 a year, 
you get used to that level of income and a lifestyle accordingly. Um, According to the CNBC study, an estimated 33.5 million or 13% of U.S. consumers spent more than they earned in the past six months. That is not good. Um, We here in America are, well, we are just accustomed to abundance. And right now we don't have abundance. And uh, I think most of us are uh, tightening the belt, uh, making adjustments uh, concerning our lifestyle and so forth, because it's not going to get any better any time soon. Uh, The President of the United States has pointed out that paychecks, wages have risen by 5.1% under his leadership. Have you heard him boast about that? American wage earners are are earning 5.1% more in their wages since I became president. Well, now, the only problem with that, inflation has risen by 9.1%. So wages may have increased by 5%, but the cost of living has increased by 9%. So in other words... What people have gained in salaries has been completely wiped out and more by what most people are beginning to call Bidenflation. Yeah, Bidenflation. Well, Nancy Pelosi is in Taiwan. There is almost nothing that Nancy Pelosi does or says that I agree with. There is almost nothing that I would commend her for. But today, I go on record for commending her to have the courage to reject the threats from China and to go to Taiwan and spend time. She's going to uh, spend overnight in Taiwan, and I say, good for her. The strange thing about this, um, a week ago, when it was reported that the Speaker of the House would probably go to Taiwan, the Biden administration was saying, mm, uh, that, well, that's that's not good. We, uh, we don't know that we agree with the Speaker of the House. We don't want to uh, do anything provocative against the Chinese. We don't want to hurt the relationship Uh, We don't want to stir things up, so we don't... Now, again, this was the official position of the Biden administration about a week ago. They didn't say, we are ordering Nancy Pelosi not to go to China. She was saying, they were saying, we're not sure this is a good thing. We're just, we're we're hesitant. Uh, This probably is not good. In other words, they were discouraging her from going to China. Today, just uh, a few minutes ago, I watched part of a press conference from the State Department. 
And the official position of the State Department today is, well, this has always been our policy. Um, Nancy Pelosi is just carrying out the uh, Biden administration policy uh, of Taiwan and China. And I thought, are you kidding me? This is becoming more and more common that the Biden administration is misleading and sometimes just blatantly lying. And if you're a longtime listener, you know I do not throw out lying or liar easily. It is extremely rare when a politician says something that I say it's a lie or he's a liar or whatever. But more and more often, we are finding out that this current presidential administration is just lying to us. So a week ago, the policy, the official policy of the Biden administration uh, we don't think maybe Nancy Pelosi should go. We don't, we're not sure it's really wise. And today it's, well, of course we approve of it. This is, she's just uh, carrying out President Biden's uh, policy concerning Taiwan and China. That's not what they were saying a week ago. Now, uh, we need to pray that the Chinese do not do something really dumb. They have talked about shooting down her plane. I don't think, I don't think they would, but I don't know. But I'm glad she went. I am glad she went. We'll be back. <laughs> 